welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hey, it's Dawn Marie Mutel here. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Life's Necessity and Luxuries. This episode today is actually an interview that I was on the Ed Till Show, and we talked about some spring fashion trends for 2017, as well as some different topics about fashion and headshots. So I hope you get some paper and pen to write these things down, because there are some tips that I gave that you may want to note and enjoy the show. It is the Ed Till Show, Starcom Radio Network. Our next guest will help you turn on your star power. Dawn Marie has been a fashion expert for over 20 years and is certified through the Fashion Institute of Technology, my old neighbor. She works with all budget types and will not only help you find your true colors, but will help you shop in your closet. I love this. And save you thousands of dollars a year on your wardrobe needs. We welcome to the Ed Till Show, Dawn Marie. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm great, Ed. How are you doing today? You know, I'm all excited. I love fashion. I really, you know what I'm looking forward to? Out with the old, the backward looking, looking forward, outside the box, all that exciting stuff. Does fashion really get new or does it find something old, redo it, and turn it back out again? Which is it? Where, where's the creative edge on fashion? Well, I think it's a, it's a bit of both. Because, I mean, there's always trends that are coming from the past, you know, from the glamour days of movies and TV, and now that's getting reintroduced back into the marketplace. I, I see a lot of that happening. But there's also these new materials that are getting created every every year. So you can actually start making some really interesting and fun designs that you could never really do before. Things weren't as pliable or different, um, you know, certain heels, for instance, you know, when you have wedges, you see these like acrylic clear see-through wedges, which I think are really fun, where you couldn't really do that years ago. It just didn't have the capability to do it. Interesting. Is It, it always looks like from the outside looking in, and again, I'm a big fan of fashion. Um, you know, I grew up in the era where the Beatles introduced Beetle Boots and we went through the whole thing, the Nehru jacket. I mean, fashion was a really big thing in the 60s and 70s when I was a kid. Um, is contrast the big thing? Where you say, gosh, all these skirts are so short. Micro minis are coming in. Contrast. Turn on a dime. <laughs> is that an element in there? It looks that way, that when things are all going in a certain direction, fashion loves to contrast and go the other way. Well, it's true. I mean, well, fashion is something that's going to want you to stand out. And that's why I think they created fashion in the first place, really, so that you can show your unique individuality. And, yes, there are micro-minis, but then there's also, you know, the granny skirts are out there as well. So there's really a whole gamut of ranges, I think, on lens and pencil skirts are back. And, you know, so all these great skirt lens are back. It's not just the micro-mini, but there's a, a youthful group out there that of course they're going to wear it and you know they look great because they're young and they can get away with it <laughs> <laughs> right right so listen when people say they want to look young and they want youthful 
can anybody make themselves look more youthful than their you know numerical age would indicate? Absolutely. I mean, just because you're you may be more mature doesn't mean you have to dress like somebody. I mean, you can do it, but it, there's always the line you can't really cross. And I always say, you know, dress your age, be age appropriate. I mean, you don't want to be a 40, 50, 60 year old woman wearing a mini skirt and you know five inch spiked heels. I feel like you're pushing the envelope a little bit. Not that, I mean, there's some women that look amazing and they can get away with things, but I always feel like, is it really appropriate with where you're going? Um, which I think is another big part that you have to look out for when you are dressing. But you can easily get something that's a little bit more fun and incorporate pieces into your wardrobe that make you look younger because you don't have to look stodgy. You don't have to look all buttoned up. You can look a little bit more relaxed and when you look more relaxed and your face shows it and you actually look more youthful and happy. I agree with that, right? Now, when they say certain people can pull it off and certain people can't, what are the elements of being able to pull off something, say, you know, a little bit brash, a little bit uh, edgy versus staying inside the lines of what we know and then just, as you say, you know, brushing it up a little bit. What makes the somebody adaptable to fashion? Is it the old, just be skinny and everything looks great on you? Absolutely not. Because, I mean, there are a, there's a plethora of different ways to dress for your particular body type. And that's why it's really important to get an image consultant and have them do an analysis for you because once you know your body type, you'll know what types of clothing you can wear that's always going to look great when you pull it on. And so, for instance, if, um, you know, they have all these designs out there for, for the younger skinny generation, but for those women who are, have a little bit more meat on their bones, um, you can always wear something that's more edgy where you may have a cool leather jacket, for instance, you may want to wear and put that with a nice pant and a great blouse or a shirt underneath. And that's going to give you an edgy look without making you look like you're trying to be something that you're not. Does that make any sense? Or you may use your accessories and choose a piece that's really, uh, maybe it's a really cool, you know, a link necklace or something that's a little bit different, a little bit more bold than what you may normally wear. And that's also going to bring you into a different light. It's going to make you look a little bit more updated and uh, pretty cool. Nice. Um, what do we do with heavy set people? We're into a very interesting element uh, or er interesting era. I mean, the, the weight isn't is the element, but the era we're in. One crowd, we love being fat. Look at us. Accept the fact that we're fat. We don't want to lose weight for you. The other crowd is like, oh my God, I got to drop forty pounds before I go away on vacation. Where are we in fashion with that? Are we at odds, or can this work together? The heavy set the medium size, and, and the, the skinny ones. How do, you, how do you sort through all that? Well, you know, it, again, it, it comes down to finding the right silhouette for your body type. So there are different ways that you can, I call it the ABCs of fashion, so that you can either accentuate, balance, or camouflage a body part, or even if it's facial, say you have a round face and you want it to make a little bit more uh, angular, then you would just wear accessories that were more angular versus things that may be round shaped. And the same thing goes with clothing. So if, let's say, you have a midriff and you don't like the stomach area, I mean, you can wear certain blouses or jackets to camouflage that. 
so that it just it's all about the the scale of and the fabric weight that you're wearing. Sometimes if you're a little overweight, I'd say stay away from heavier weight clothing. It's going to make you look heavier. Whereas if you go with something lighter and more flowing, it's going to take away from that. But you can still camouflage. You know, that's really important. Okay. Are, are you uh, in favor of corsets and spanks and all that stuff where they wrap themselves Absolutely. up? You are. Absolutely. I mean, Spanx is a great product, I think. Why? Tell me, because I'm, I'm against them, but you tell me why they're good. I I feel it's like if you got to wear a Spank, go to a gym. Why do you want your oh, clothing yeah, to wrap you, you up? Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. You want to go to the gym and lose weight. I feel like that is your number one goal, and right. you really should. But in the process, if you are working out, and say you have a few dimples or kind of, you know, some cellulite or something like that, when you're wearing a form-fitted outfit, every little thing shows. So the Spanx really keeps it so that it's more uniform and it's very smooth and you don't see any of those bumps and ridges that you might see if you didn't have it on. So it's also like uh, in the day of the girdle. You know, you had the girdle and it just kind of tucks you in and (laughs) it's it's a great thing. I wouldn't suggest to like rely on that as your go-to. I want people to actually feel healthy, be healthy, and live longer lives, and we all need to really try to take care of ourselves as best as we can with, with that, with respect to that. Very but good. In the meantime, there is there are a lot of ways of camouflaging and helping helping a woman or a man out in the process. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Dawn Marie is our guest on the Ed Till Show, Starcom Radio Network, AM, FM stations all across America. So, what are the predominant fashion trends that you see well, there's a lot of fun things coming up for t- 2017. Um, I see that there's a bit of a revival of a couple of decades, um, some, some from the 70s, where there's a lot of colorful and vibrant geometrics with bold pops of color. There's some uh, simple color palettes that have, like, overscaled shapes in them as well, a little bit of an American kitsch that includes, like, flamingos all over, or maybe it's a palm tree or a beach print. And you're also going to see a lot of, like, transparent floral overlays that we're going to be intertwined with the material. And you can think of stuff like a a cottage garden, you know, where there's a lot of floral trails Mm. and rich embroideries. But then I love this. The bohemian style is really going to stay in the the mix with some eclectic patterns that include, like, animal conversationals and, and floral and very vibrant colors. They look beautiful. So we are. We're heading back to a lot of color. Very interesting. Now, once you know that, and people listening are going, okay, great. They took a couple of notes on that. Explain how they can go shopping in their closet. Well, one of the programs I had created, um, and I started it basically for myself because I am a clothes I love clothing. But um, when I lived in New York City, my closets were super small, and there was no place to put anything. So I had to be really creative with what I could create with my clothes that I owned. So I got very uh, creative with making up new outfits with a bunch of just a several pieces. And it's also called a capsule wardrobe where you can take like um, 12 pieces of clothing and make 30 outfits out of it. So what I started to do was help with my clients was to create this program shopping in closet wear so that they don't have to go out and spend money needlessly on their wardrobe. I go into their homes, we do a closet analysis, and I can also do this via Skype as well. And we look at everything that they have. And then I go through and say, okay, you know what? You're missing certain pieces, so we may need to go out and shop and get a couple of uh, key pieces. But 
what I try to do with them is um, create about 10 different outfits that they never thought of putting together with what they owned. So now they feel like they have this brand new wardrobe and they didn't spend the dime, which I found they were super happy. I was thrilled because it helped me get more creative with them as well to really let them see what the possibilities were with what they owned already. And that's how Shopping Your Closet became a really uh, fun and inventive way for me to just keep helping look their greatest while it takes them minutes to dress. And the other thing is what I do with that is also take photos of the different outfits that I put together for them so that they have a lookbook to go and refer back to. Nice. That's a great idea. And it, it, Right. Wow. You just take a snapshot and then, you, then when it's time for you to get... Uh, to recreate that outfit, boom, boom, boom. What a great idea. The um, the headshot is a problem for a lot of people. They, they're not satisfied with their headshot, you know, whether it's on LinkedIn or it's on their website or some companies want to have a uh, headshot of you for the lobby, for other materials that go out during the year. It's a lot of pressure to get that one picture that flatters you and does what you want it to do, instilling confidence in business, etc. What are the elements in a successful headshot? Well, it's funny you should ask me that question because I just started teaching a class on, on that. It's called Rock Your Headshot. And uh, I find that when I look at people's headshots, especially on LinkedIn and Facebook, I mean, they, they really they don't give them a good light. And they, I just think, how are they putting that up there, especially if they own a business? A lot of people, I think, are just camera shy and they don't like to be in front of the camera. And so I like for people to just start to learn to get more comfortable in front of the camera so that they don't look like deer in headlights, you know, (laughs) when they're out there, so that they can emulate some kind of persona that they want to have people perceive them. So whether they're branding their business or they just, you know, maybe they're on online dating sites, they have a way to show a little bit of their personality in that photograph and not just a picture of them, you know, where it doesn't put them in the best light. So one of the things I always tell them is lighting is heat. Certain lighting is really horrible, as you probably know, when you walk into an office and there's fluorescent lighting, it just, you know, everybody <laughs> looks like zombies and it's, it's just not a good lighting. So I always say stay away from that. If you aren't doing anything that's professional, I say go outside and shoot in dusk, you know, an hour before sunset and an hour after. It's just it's really great lighting to be in. And get comfortable with poses. And, like, when you're wearing your clothing, make sure it fits you properly. Um, I find that a lot of people, either they don't press their clothing or they you can see every wrinkle in the camera, so that's a horrible thing. Right. So make sure you really press it well. And then makeup is important. A lot of people shy away from wearing makeup, they feel like it's time consuming or what have you. And even with men, I say, you know, if you're going to do professional headshots, to really have your makeup artist do the makeup for you, they can, we, I use airbrush makeup for men and it's very, it's a lot more natural looking in the photograph. And if you can't, you know, you can get some makeup from over the counter at the, at the uh, supermarkets, whatever, but put something on because especially if you have a lot of lights around you, um, you want to keep that shine off your face and you know, you don't, and even if you don't have, uh, if the men are bald, they have to realize like, you know, you have to cover your ears and anything that may be even the head that's exposed because every, the camera, especially now it's in HD, so it picks up every That's right. Oh, you know, thing. the television betrays these anchors all the time, right? Where they go in with the tight shot and you say, oh my God, I'm seeing every pore. 
Uh, you know, I don't want to see the pores. But, yeah, I, I hear you loud and clear. Hey, let's move over to your website right now, lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com. Uh, walk Correct. us through what you offer and how some of our listeners can take advantage. Well, I have um, some of the services that I offer up there. And one of the things, actually, that I wanted to offer your listeners today, if they're interested, uh, for the Shopping Your Closet program, normally I offer that. It's like a 90-minute session that we do, um, and it's about $197. I would love to offer your listeners today for $97, and I would do it via Skype. And this way, you know, if they're not in my local area, we can still do it, and they can get the benefits of owning some new outfits in, in their closet that's already there. And what I also want to do is help anyone out there who might be listening that is looking to try to find a new, you know, they're looking for the new you for the 2017. They have some new goals, and I really want to be able to help them reach that. So there are other ways that I can work with people as far as lifestyle coaching, which I do. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just the uh, fashion because I feel like, you know, we all want to be our best selves. And it really, sometimes you need that person to coach you along and get you there so that you have somebody accountability purpose going on there. Right, so, right. And that's pretty much, I mean, I still have a lot of work to do with my website because I, I do have a couple radio shows myself, so I'm a little bit overstretched right now. I gotcha. It's you a know? busy, busy time <laughs> so, of the year. Listen, one of the first things that you mentioned on the website under the services that you offer, and let me give the website again. It's Life's Necessities and Luxuries.com. Dawn Marie is our guest on Starcom. You have an element there that I've heard about pretty much my whole life personal color analysis. Do you know your best colors? And years ago, there was a phrase Did anyone do your colors for you? So I always wondered are we talking about the colors? that flatter the skin tone, the eye color, the hair color, or are we talking about the right colors to go with other colors? You know, guys are very big on black suit, blue suit, gray suit, start over, black suit, right? <laughs> that's guys. That's guys who go to work every day, whether they're on Wall Street or wherever they are in some business environment. It's what they do. And certainly, some are going to flatter you more than others. Can you kind of sort this out for us? What's the guide when you're looking at the best colors for you to wear? Well, actually, you have to really have an analysis done on your colors so that you know where you stand. Um, I I have a testing tool that I use for my clients so that I can get a true reading. But um, a lot of it is if you look at your skin undertones, you either have a bluish or pinkish tint, and that would make you a cool base temperature or you see a lot more golden and yellow that would make you a warm temperature or you may see nothing where it may be translucent looking and that's just being a neutral temperature okay and so having that in mind certain colors look really good for each particular temperature in your skin tone and it also matters with your hair color as well so you may be uh, very fair skin and then say you have blue eyes and then you go and you dye your hair black, it may look off. It may not look right. And you're like, why doesn't that look good? And it's all because of that, that whole space of knowing the colors that's in the skin tones because it all reflects off of that. Um, did you ever wear anything and, and all of a sudden everybody compliments you that thing? Ah, oh, I love that on you. You look great. Oh, yeah. Has yeah, that ever happened? Right. Yeah. Well, not, not so only that, right away, right away you run to the mirror to go see what they saw, right? <laughs> that's, you're like, who are they right. talking? They're talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that has to do with a, a couple different points, actually, and I, and I don't want to 
tear off the colors. But that has to do with the color, the fit, the, you know, the pattern, if the, the scale of the pattern that you may be wearing, um, the fabric for your, you know, the silhouette for your body type that it is, and also if it's appropriate for the occasion. But a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to get this, you know, purple shirt, but it's the wrong purple. You could be wear you could wear purple, but you may be wearing the wrong color purple. Right. Uh, and the same thing because it's just such a spectrum of colors. So if you are cool, you may want to go with, with a purple that's more in the um, in like the deep berries and things like that, where it's actually going to complement you and flatter you. And if you do something that's a little bit more on the muted colors, it's going to look a little off. Okay. What do you recommend for olive skin and say hazel eyes and dark brown hair? That, you know, there's, and again, is she cool-based or is she warm? Just because she has olive skin tone, I have an olive skin tone, but I actually have cool olive skin tone. I do have, you know, it's, it's a cool base. But then if you're, it could be in the summertime where you're, a little, you're tanning a little bit, you may become more golden and more warm base. So seasons also count um, wow. into the mix there. So any skin type can be cool or warm depending on what? depending on the color that you see under your skin. Ah, so right. let's, um, right. you know, if you ever see a woman, she's got very red, red base. Now that's rosacea most likely, but you may see a woman who's just very pink. You'll see right. the pink undertones in her skin or a bluish pink color. And so therefore she'll be cool. But then again, as I mentioned, you could be on a cruise somewhere, get some sun and all of a sudden now you look more golden because you have a tan. And I think a lot of people go for spray, spray tans these days because they want to look more golden, and it, it makes you look healthy. Are you aware of this no-makeup movement in Hollywood that actresses are like, you know, look at me, this is my real face, blah, blah, blah. What's your yes, thought yes, on yes. this? Is there a way to dress around exactly the way you were manufactured <laughs> with no help? There comes a point where you want to look natural, yes. And Alicia Keys is the one who started this, this rage with the no-makeup, and I think it makes a statement, yes. We shouldn't be slaves to makeup. And that, that part, I totally get. Right. But then again, I don't want, like, I have dark circles because it's hereditary. I don't want to walk outside and have everybody see my dark circles. I feel like, right. why do they have to see that? Where I can just <laughs> put some concealer on and, hey. Right. <laughs> look, right. You know, I feel like I'm holding myself together. Not as, as a, uh, a, a means to, to being a slave, but just because I want to feel like I look I'm in the best light that I can look so I don't think that people need to spend an hour doing makeup and being a slave to it I just feel like add a couple of little things where it just makes you look pulled together and you look like you, like you didn't just roll out of bed <laughs> exactly right <laughs> you know, that's right. where I'm at with that and the whole idea I guess right is to enhance what you have and not to try to add stuff you don't have right exactly oh you're terrific thank you so much for spending time with us today and thanks for that great offer and Dawn Marie you must come back on the show because each time something breaks in the fashion world I would love to have you on to comment about it and kind of give us a better understanding of what that trend is will you do that Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be honored. I'll tell you what, it was a real pleasure having you on the show today. I want you to have a great weekend. And again, I want to give that uh, website, lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com. Dawn Marie, thank you. Have a terrific Saturday thank and you. Sunday. What are you doing this weekend? Doing anything fun? I am, actually. Tomorrow night, I'm going to the foundation here. It's called the Gentleman's Ball, and they're doing it in a... Um, 
Gatsby theme, so it should be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Gat- you and the Gatsby theme, I wish I were there to watch you do your thing. That was such a glamorous era, and I love when we revisit that. All right, Dawn, have a great day. Thank you for being on the Ed Till Show, Starcom Radio Network. Dawn Marie, a fashion expert for over 20 years, certified through the Fashion Institute of Technology, and you can reach out to her at the website lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com. For any of you who would like to take the offer I gave for the Ed Till Show, if you're listening to this episode, please email me at lifesnnl at gmail.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-N-N-L at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put Ed Till Show, and I will honor that discount for you so that you can take advantage of that offer as well. Remember to live peacefully, happily, successfully, and lovingly. Until the next time, namaste. What you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.